Hello, and welcome to Light Above Solitude, a podcast for the multifaceted soul. I'm your host, Kalia, aka the Spiritual Dog Mom. Light Above Solitude illuminates your path to self-discovery and growth on a soul level through mindset, holistic health, intentional living, and the exploration of elements and tools used in modern spirituality. I'm an unapologetic dog mom who's obsessed with growth and the magical synchronicities of life. I love helping women who feel stuck playing small discover their natural talents and abilities so that they can gain confidence, find purpose, and live a joyful, soul-aligned life. Throughout this podcast, I will be inviting guests to chat on their expertise, as well as provide some thoughts of inspiration on being a dog mom. Because truth be told, the dogs in our lives are truly spiritual creatures. Animals have helped me along every step of my journey, from the dark side of depression into the light of alignment. And I'm ready to guide you out of solitude and into the light of hope, love, and freedom. So make sure you stay connected at lightabovesolitude.com. All right, time to get lit. Hello and welcome to summer. (laughs) You are listening to the Light Above Solitude podcast and here in the Northern Hemisphere, it is now officially summer and boy, do we feel it where we are. We, um yesterday and today have had some pretty warm afternoons. Uh, Living in a travel trailer has its own unique challenges and so um, today I have the door open because it is uh, too hot in here to shut the door so you will be hearing our local birds which I find to be enjoyable most of the time so I hope that doesn't um, bother you at all but knowing the people that I attract to this podcast, I'm sure you'll love to hear them as well. I did turn off the fan, however, that circulates the air, so this might be a shorter episode. (laughs) Just kidding, but I do plan on keeping today's episode short and sweet. I just felt called to um, send out a little reminder about the growth process, and also um, I picked up the new book by Rebecca Campbell, entitled Letters to a Starseed, Messages and Activations for Remembering Who You Are and Why You Came Here. And in the intro of the book, she talks about using the book as a divination tool. And I have often used books for my own message purposes. In fact, when I was a practicing Christian and had no idea what the Bible or how what the Bible meant to me or how to start reading it or even chunking it down to, you know, really start understanding the stories. What I did was I just sent out a prayer to God, the universe saying, if there's something that I need to hear today, let me find it. And I'd run my hand along the pages and I just opened a page to wherever I felt called to open a page and I'd point to a verse and that was what I needed to hear that day and for years um that was how I read the word and was really it really called to me and so I ended up using that process I am now no longer what I call a practicing Christian um but I I use that process for many other books in my life or short stories or, um, 
use kind of the divination practice for different messages here and there. And the fact that she pointed that out in the beginning of the book made me so happy because just in the intro alone, I already feel called back to home and feel called back to myself because that was a practice that I came up with on my own. And um, I know many, many people use it. However, it just was the first real uh, step in the process of trusting my own intuition. And so um, I am very, let's see, I've only made it to, you know, page 18 so far. <laughs> it just came in the mail. Um, but I would like to read a message for you guys um, a little later in the episode. So stay tuned for that. Now, what I've been called to talk about as it pertains to the growth process is really just I need to drive home this message today about growth is not a linear process. Healing is not a linear process and life in general are not linear processes. For some reason, growing up and going through different things, we're, we're looking most of us are looking for steps in the process. Like the traditional way of life was you go to school, you graduate high school, you go to college. Step three, find a partner. Step four, get married. Step five, have children. Step six, have the 2.5 children <laughs> and the pretty house with the white picket fence, right? The, um, what I call the traditional American dream, which is brilliant for what it is, but not all of us are called to that journey and not all of us want that journey. Um, through finding myself, I've discovered that I do love kids. I've worked with kids on numerous occasions. My first job, if you recall from back in my Owning My True series, was a um, lifeguard and swim instructor. And those children um, really saved my life during that point of time. And so... I love children, and growing up, I always thought that I would have two children, two two children, and I wanted a boy first because growing up, I wanted to have an older brother to protect me. <laughs> In fact, when my mom was pregnant with my little sister, and I was around four, um, three and a half to four, I suppose, um, I used to ask her if I could have an older sister or an older brother and for some reason, you know, she was very patient with me and she just said, you know, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> and I had a little sister, which I love and adore as well, but um, knowing that I had this desire for an older brother for protection and just somebody to look up to, um, I thought that I wanted to have um, a son first and then a daughter after and, you know, only have two children because you don't want the parents to be outnumbered. And I had this whole thing set up in my mind. But I think that vision of what I thought I wanted came from only really looking into what society, society told me I needed to do, what, what steps in the process was given to me along the way. Instead what I believe we all should do is really focus on what is right for our lifestyle. What lifestyle do we want? What does our soul want to do? And, you know, what things are cohesive with that plan? And 
through the years, I've come to realize I went from two children to one child, and now I am perfectly happy with no children, and it's not that I don't love children. <laughs> I I love my niece so much, and I'm so glad that there is a younger generation in our family, because our family is getting smaller and smaller, but I personally am okay not having children, and There's, you know, quote, pros and cons for all the decisions, but when I really soul search and dig in, that is a truth that I need to sit with. And so knowing that 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 step in the, quote, traditional practice, the traditional lifestyle is now not part of my lifestyle, how do I go about this process? Do I just skip that step and go to the next step? Well, I tried going to college and that wasn't for me either. (laughs) So I skipped that step. I skipped, you know, I got married, I got divorced. So I technically in societal, societal views, I, I skipped the marriage step, the college step, the children's step. And now I'm going, (laughs) I'm going in this unique direction with my, you know, tiny RV living and my mobile pop-up shop and my online presence of a podcast and not having a nine-to-five anymore. And now, you know, I've transitioned into plant-based eating, all these things that when you look at the traditional archetype of life are completely off the beaten path. And I know it's becoming more and more normal what I'm doing, but Um, I come from a very traditional family. (laughs) So I just really want to give you this message of knowing, believing, and taking to heart the fact that this life process is not linear. There isn't a process to go through. There isn't a one step, one, two, three, four. Life needs to be what you make of it. Life needs to be conducive to your dreams, your goals, your visions. And if you don't have those goals and visions yet, if you one day realize, like I did, that the visions that you did hold for your life are just subject to what you've been taught all along, and you really haven't envisioned any other lifestyle, to go back and really do this soul-searching journey of what does my soul want to complete in this life? Are children part of that? Is marriage part of that? Is, you know, moving to Africa and working with another culture part of that? These are all legitimate life paths, but I'm afraid that a lot of us get caught up in the day-to-day, you know, pay the bills and, and get on with what we need to do instead of actually going within and soul searching about what our soul wants to do, what we are called here to do, what lessons we need to learn and how, how we can learn these through choosing lifestyles that'll put us in situations to learn those lessons. So please, please, please (laughs) give grace to those on their journey. We're all here on our journey. Whether we've woken up, quote-unquote, we're woke to it or not. (laughs) But we're all here on a journey. And everyone's in a different step of the process because it is not linear. So give yourself grace. Give others grace around you. 
and know that the lessons that we need to learn and the lessons that the others around us need to learn are coming in the divine perfect timing for that individual. There are lessons that I've learned early, early on that my friends and or my partner or my coworkers have yet to learn. And yes, it can be frustrating at times, um, but the universe knows exactly what's right for each individual. And they'll be, the universe plants seeds everywhere in that lifetime until the individual finally says, have you seen this trail of breadcrumbs? Did you know it's leading to this other, <laughs> this other factoid about my life or, or this new direction I need to go? And we can be used as seeds, but for the most part, it's all about the individual and the universe and how they're co-creating with themselves and the powers that be around us to create a life for themselves. So please, please, please give grace to everyone. You don't know what step of the journey they're in. You don't know what hardships, challenges, what things are going on internally. This was my big message for my business front seat rider when I started about depression. You never know who's going through, quote, the dark night of the soul or those, those moments of pure doubt and fear and anxiety and and we need to know that those things can happen internally while externally looking perfect. You know, we live in the society of, of social media where we're all curated on the outside. And you don't truly know what's happening on the inside. This person's Instagram feed, this person's, you know, persona when they show up to um, an event or however you interact with them, they could be perfectly bubbly, perfectly happy. You know, it looks like everything's going right in their life. The good job, the house, the family. Yet, if they're not living aligned with their soul's desires and their soul's purpose, if they haven't had the opportunity to soul search and find those things, find the desires hidden deep down within them, unveil the truth on their purpose, and they think that they're doing the right thing by following the traditional A, B, C, one, two, three steps in the, the American dream or the anything dream, then they might be feeling unaligned and not know why and therefore not come forward about it. They might be feeling stress, outside pressure of keeping up this facade, this lifestyle. They might not be as good on the inside. And that's where the community around them needs to step forward and just support them. And they will sooner or later come out with questions, concerns, um, advice, help. And that's where we're able to plant our seeds from our own experiences. So know that nothing in life is linear. The birthing process, the, the um, creative process, all these things are really ugly before they're pretty, right? If you think of birthing, just natural birth um, of a human child, an animal, any of it, it's ugly. It's painful. There, it's full of, of stress and doubt and maybe anger, maybe frustration. Um, 
but it's ugly before it's beautiful. After you've gone through that hardship of, of, of pushing a life out of you, <laughs> and you see that life, and you realize that you've created this something from perceivably nothing, you know, if you're working on a project, and you're just like, have writer's block, and you're so frustrated with the creative process, and then all of a sudden there's a light that clicks, the gates open, you birth this beautiful, beautiful project, and you look back and you say, wow, (laughs) this came out of me. This something, this beautiful miracle of something came from nothing. Because energy is flowing all around us, and energy is the creative source, because energy is everything. We channel our energy in a way to create something that is a beautiful miracle. But the process in getting there is ugly and it's hard sometimes. And it's always, that's just, you need the hard, you need the dark to, to see the light, to see the beauty. And so I want you to remember that every one of us is on a different journey at a different time and a different place and 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 there's no steps there's no one right way to get to our end destination the only correct way to get to our end destination is to live in accordance and in alignment with what we feel is correct for our lives and that's the hard part or at least it was for me the hard part was weeding out the outside perceptions, the outside judgments, the outside advice, no matter how, you know, helpful it was meant to be, we have to be able to either take it with a grain of salt or just move all that stuff aside so that we are able to clearly go inward and find what feels true and right for our own life. And that's hard because sometimes people aren't involved. Sometimes our loved ones aren't involved. Sometimes we're, we are seemingly blatantly defying our loved ones. But like my mentor says, and like I'm probably quoted her before on the podcast, we are the only ones that get to wake up in our heads. We are the only ones that have to deal with the consequences of our actions. We are the only ones that that, you know, have to live in this on a day-to-day basis, have to live with either the guilt, shame, um, um, uh, missing, if you're feeling like you're missing out on something, it's because your soul really desires to do that thing. So please have grace with everyone, no matter, no matter who they are. Everyone has their own stories, and the only person that knows anything about that story truly is that individual. I'm not sure who needed to hear that message, but it's something that kept coming up, kept coming up, and I felt like I had talked about it before on the podcast, but apparently it needed to be said again, maybe in different words, maybe more succinctly, maybe more um, potently to be an actual episode itself and not tidbits here and there, but just please remember that anything is a process and in a process in life there is no correct way except for going inward and feeling what's correct for you and intuition really is a muscle the more you work it the more you'll be able to trust it and hear it and and be guided by it but in the beginning it's so scary <laughs> i've always been a very intuitive person and i've always had pretty 
heavy nudges, but I've never, it took a really long time for me to start listening to them and acting on them. But the more I did, the more I trusted it and the louder those urges became. And now I'm easygoing on some intuition, you know, decisions like moving out of the apartment life and getting into the RV life. That seemed to be a fairly um, seamless jump. I I was scared, but I trusted my intuition enough to know that that was the right um, process for us. But there's other things that I, I'm still fighting. I'm like, you know, I trust you in this area of my life, but intuition, I don't trust you in that area. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you have to remember that maybe there are people out there that just don't trust their intuition enough or that are not able to let go of the outside chatter or just don't know that that looking inward is even an option. And and for us that are more intuitive, more empathic, more highly sensitive, we we know it's hard, right? We know it can be difficult at times. We know taking on other people's energy is a lot. And for people like us, we have to be there for the people that don't know that looking inward is an option, that don't know that their intuition is a legitimate choice, a legitimate voice, and something that they don't have to defend. So so plant your seeds where you can, but, but know not to push, know to give grace. Because we're all human. We're all in this life trying to figure out this human experience. And the only way it's really going to work is if we're cohesive, cooperative, and really caring of one another. And therefore, our community will, will grow leaps and bounds together in unison, a collective. All right, so I would like to read you a little bit of Letters to a Starseed. So... I'm just, like I said, I've only made it to page 18, so I'm just going to ask, <sighs> I'm just going to ask universe, source, what you guys need to hear right now, and um, let's see, this chapter, I'm on page 137, and this chapter is called, This, This, We Came Here for This. <laughs> That's beautiful. <sighs> okay. I know it can sometimes feel as though being alive at this time is too difficult or too cathartic or too volatile or harsh. And I know how easy it can be to want to hide away, to avoid, to take over, to disassociate, and to escape it all. Oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> um. Sorry, I'm trying not to lose it, but that this is perfect so far. <clears throat> these times, these chaotic, volatile times, these days of reckoning, of crumbling, of dismantling, of undoing, perhaps we came here for this. These times haven't occurred before. Perhaps these times are the very ones you chose to be here for. Perhaps you're not alone in your questioning and your yearning to resist them. Perhaps the very process of embracing them will be the gateway to your very own healing, growth, and can contribute to the healing and growth of the collective. Perhaps you, 
we, all of us, are actually the cells of the universe organizing itself. Perhaps you, we, all of us, are actually the invisible cells of the universe rebirthing itself. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I can get through this chapter. Wow, you guys. I tell you, universe never ceases to amaze me. Perhaps the resistance is really the fear of us changing form, going from the unknown chrysalis to our becoming. Perhaps the seeming seeming chaos isn't chaos at all. Perhaps the chaos is all part of the plan. Perhaps the chaos is reconstellating us both personally and collectively, so that together we can enter a whole new possible stage of humanity. Perhaps this, this, this is the whole reason we came. These times aren't pretty, but the awakening process never is. And make no mistake, we're all together waking up. Waking up individually and collectively. Waking up is rarely easy. It can feel like we've been startled from our peace, or that all that we once relied on is becoming undone. I know this isn't comfortable, but growth rarely is, and maybe we grow together through this. If you find yourself in conflict, in upheaval, in crumbling, and of course we all will, do whatever you can to find your soul's center. Go to the very seat of your soul and plant yourself there. Lead from there. Weave your entire life from there. If you find yourself in conflict and upheaval and crumbling from your physical center, go to the earth. Plant yourself there. We're here to reweave the souls into our everyday life, to seed the soul into the earth. Not only to be spiritual and be human, but to weave fuse, merge, integrate the two, to become the divine human, to prepare for the children of the sun, to become the golden ones. But alchemy cannot happen without first enduring the darkest of nights and the walking through the fire. Never before have we personally or collectively had access to all the tools that we have today. All of the great secrets of the world's traditions have been freed from the libraries and within our reach. All of the wisdom of the world's mystics and poets, the great teachers and the beings of all humanity can be read and found. We have access to do it all in this pressing time. I know it can be difficult and destabilizing to be living through times of change such as these, but I know, and I have a feeling that you do too, that this, this, perhaps we came here for this. Oh my gosh, you guys. (laughs) I don't know about you, but that hit so hard. That hit really hard. So succinctly she can put together that movement, that meaning, that oomph in your gut you feel. I loved reading that passage for you guys, and I hope that that kind of 
put the cap on what I was discussing today. I mean, like I said, I'm only on page 18, but that was like the perfect message for this episode that Universe decided that I need to share. And like I said, the process, the birthing process is just ugly. And, and <laughs> like Rebecca said, maybe that's what we came here for. Definitely pick this book up. Um, I'm loving it so far. Absolutely loving it. Um, and using it as a divination tool worked perfectly. Like I said, I used to use that method myself, um, amongst other books and readings and stuff. And I, I got a lot of messages from it. So maybe that's a practice that you would like to try out yourself, but letters to a star seed from Rebecca Campbell. And then I also, before I take off, I want to invite you again to the free luminaries community. It's luminaries.lightabovesolitude.com. Um, you can access it through that URL, or you can go to lightabovesolitude.com. And there is a link to join the luminaries in our menu. This Thursday, you guys, um, June 24th at 5 p.m. Pacific, we're having a event, our very first kickoff event held by Tamara Brody, who has been on the podcast before. You can find her in the guest section of the website, but it is called Dancing with Your Moon, and it's, she's going to walk us through what it means to have the phase of the moon where it was the night you were born or the day you were born and how we can harness that energy and work with it for our personal birth chart, our personal mission and purpose for being here. It's going to be a fantastic night. I'm so excited. And we're also going to be uh, doing a collage exercise. So all the details will be in the event in the luminaries. There's also an event page on the Light Above Solitude podcast Facebook page where you can find the details and you can always hit me up. I'm on IG at the spiritual dog mom to ask me any questions or an invite link, whatever you need from me. So I love to hear from you guys. Have a fantastic week. Stay cool out there, but enjoy the summer and make sure you do something that is aligned with your soul this week. Even if it's just resting, taking a nap, because I am all for that. <laughs> so I love you so, 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 so much. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Let me take this time to remind you, stop dimming your light. Stand brightly because the light is all around you. You do not need outside validation anymore. Embrace every aspect of you and start living truly authentic to your soul. Everything you want is in the light above solitude. If you love what you heard today and you feel called to support my work, you can now do so by buying me a coffee. A donation is never expected, but always greatly appreciated by me and my pack. Your support keeps the content flowing and my platforms as ad-free as possible. So head over to lightabovesolitude.com support. While you're there, check out all the ways we can connect further with details on my monthly membership, motivational text messages, and links to all my socials. You can even drop me a voicemail by clicking the mic icon in the lower right-hand corner. Until next time, friends, I love you.